0: to Bossier Studios
1: anytime anywhere smartphone tune in radio app we are WRKN 106.1 Nash Icon Picayune New Orleans good evening and welcome to all access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at nashfm1061.com presented by CrescentCitySports.com the best sports site in Louisiana all Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicati's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville and Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligence sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504 260 1061. Now, here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitiesports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback
2: Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access, the midweek edition, Wednesday night edition, here on 1061 FM Nash icon at NashFM1061.com. Tune in app available anywhere in the world. Of course, at home via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN. Podcast available following the show through CrescentCitiesports.com. Just click on the menu, click on more, and click on podcast to be able to listen back. To the show you can also email me at ken at crescentcitysports.com or call the show at 504-260-1061 that's 504-260-1061 later on in the show the latest on the saints latest on the pelicans who are back in action tomorrow night and we'll get you caught up on other baseball and basketball news too but we start off by talking about some college baseball and a lot of it because coming up a little bit later in the show we'll join We'll be joined by Joe Sherman of Delgado to talk a little bit about the Rag Sherman Classic this weekend and some college baseball in general. But we start off by talking about some college baseball uh, with a good and great friend and a great college baseball enthusiast and longtime broadcaster. Of course, Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, Sports Shorts Podcast with Tommy Chrysan and Radio in Baton Rouge, among other things. Great to welcome Ronnie Rance to the show. Ronnie, how are you? Thanks for having me, Kenny. Well, listen, I hope you had a a safe and nice Mardi Gras regardless of where you were, whether it's Baton Rouge, Central Louisiana, New Orleans area. You know what it's all about, man.
3: I, I did a little bit of everything. I, I went to Endymion Extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Farner was amazing. Uh yep. they did put on a great show. And then I I rode in Orion and Baton Rouge and then I brought in uh, Mardi Gras Monday night and Tuesday during the day in Lafayette. So I hit all the major cities.
2: <laughs> Way to go, man. Uh, talk about your podcast first and foremost before we get into the uh, college baseball scene here.
3: Yeah, so Sports Shorts uh, daily, we do it three times a week. Um, and uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday traditionally, usually sometime around 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning, myself and Tommy of And it's no more than about 30 minutes long. Uh, we, we stream it on Facebook. You can follow us at Sports Shorts. Uh, and on YouTube, Sports Shorts hosted by Ronnie Rants. It's uh, Facebook's a little white circle, and it's got red writing that says Sports Shorts. Go ahead and give us a follow. And then, um, and then you know we have Sports Shorts Radio Saturday mornings from ten to noon on uh, on one hundred ESPN in Baton Rouge, and, and we've got some other guys that join us on that show as well. So, talking sports four times a week.
2: Outstanding. College baseball is underway, of course, and you know junior college level of LSU, Eunice, Delgado are always outstanding and that's going to be the case again this year it already is with the way those two programs are performing as far as the division one level before we get to lsu always looking for that second team louisiana tech has been that team most recently Uh, louisiana and lafayette of course should be competitive tulane a new coach almost starting over didn't start well in california like jay ullman though blake dean we know very well at the university of new orleans uh before we talk about LSU. Uh, who's that second team? Is there a second team this year in Louisiana that, that is likely I th- I the next best team?
3: Yeah, I think it's the Raging Cajuns, <clears throat> in my opinion. Uh, and if, you know, my opinion doesn't matter, Jay Johnson says he thinks it's the Raging Cajuns as well. They scrimmaged them, uh, you know, basically a doubleheader in the fall. Uh, mm-hmm. He thinks they're a top 25 team. They won the series against Rice uh, on the road this weekend. They're actually taking on BYU tonight as we speak in their first mm-hmm. home game of the year, a rare. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday series against the Cougars. Uh and so I you know, Matt Deggs, I think it's year three or four for him. Uh, you know, he replaced of course the legend Tony Rogan show, tragically passed away a few years ago. And Matt Deggs is an excellent coach and um he's made a couple changes to his coaching staff. Year two, Seth Thibodeau is a is the pitching coach? Seth was the longtime head coach at Nichols, and has done a really good job of recruiting, and done a really good job as a pitching coach. So uh, that and that and, you know people sleep on the Raging Cajuns. You know they don't realize that that I think three of the last four years or something like that they've been top ten in the country in attendance. You know they have a tremendous following. They got about a five thousand seat ballpark with suites and club seating and all that, um, and uh, they have a tremendous following. And so I, I would look for them to. Uh, they are picked pick-to-finish, I think, second or third in, their, in Sun Belt. Uh, very good league this year.
2: No doubt. And then as far as LSU is concerned, uh, opened the way you expected them to open. They've won their first four games. And I guess the takeaways, uh, you have to start with the pitching because all three starting pitchers did a good job. The bullpen, by and large, were good, particularly Ackenhausen and Floyd, who were excellent. Ackenhausen, I saw him last year. In the super regional here in New Orleans Junior College, when he pitched against Delgado and knew he'd be good. And Floyd uh, looked really good uh, the other day as well. So I guess first and foremost, if you have pitching, you've got a chance. And obviously, their pitching has markedly improved over a year ago.
3: It's tremendously deep. Um, You know, it's, it's funny, Kenny, because back, you know, I mean, when I played, you know, 30 years ago, which is hard for me to say that in the early nineties, uh, for Skip Bertman. Coach used to always joke that, you know, while we're waiting to throw ninety five, in the meantime we need to learn how to throw it on both sides of the plate, working curveball in there and all that. But he's like, but if you can throw ninety five every time, we're just gonna call fastball right down the middle and let the ball go you know, let take our chances. Now everybody throws ninety five, uh, it seems at LSU. If you don't, it's kind of like newsworthy in that in that regard. Um, a guy who made a giant jump from last year to this year is a guy named Garrett Edwards. He's going to play a giant role for this team. That's a guy who threw 89, 90, every once in a while, a, a 91. Now he's throwing mm-hmm. consistently 94 to 96 with a really sharp slider. Uh, Floyd, you mentioned, who's a guy who will be on the either in the rotation or on the peripheral of the rotation, uh, and play a major role in his third year. He's taken a giant step forward. He throws, he only throws 94 most of the time but he's got that high spin rate which makes it even seem faster to uh, hitters and so these are just some of the names you already know and then there's tons of new new faces as well obviously their ace paul Skeens is tremendous going to be a top round pick you know christian little who had two nice outings already uh out of vanderbilt um you know Hurd, who is factor heard who made a, a not a good start uh, really the you know there's only one or two guys that had Sort of bad outings, if you will. Heard a guy who's a freshman All-American, expected to be a tremendous pitcher from UCLA, only in a second year, coming off of an injury. Um, you know, he was a little adrenalized and walked some guys. You know, he'll be much better. So there is legitimately, I mean, I think legitimately, twelve guys on this team that you can pretty much, you know, pick any of those twelve, and, and four out of five times they go out there are going to do the job for you
2: visiting with Ronnie Rands talking about LSU baseball. Paul Maneri did a really good job over a long period of time. And I don't think he did a bad job his last few years with recruiting pitchers. I just think he had bad luck with getting pitchers on the mound. Guys were hurt way too frequently, yeah. and it cost him dearly. And his last few years, you know, the injury to Eric Walker hurt, the Poche injury, of course, then you got, you know, the big kid who was projected to be a number one draft pick who was hurt all the time. And, you know, so... Again, you know, it's recruiting is everything, but pitching depth is is even more important.
3: Yeah, no question. You, you know, it's uh, you, it plays a little bit of luck, and, and LSU is, is is super super deep, and, and, and they they actually have about two or three kids that you know aren't on their roster this year that were with them in the fall, but due to injuries, and, and that's just the, that's just part of the game is pitching. I mean, sure. I used to always joke in the minor leagues, Kenny, where you know you go to training camp. Three four weeks for, for spring training, and you know when you when you're in the minors and you're battling to make a roster coming out of camp. You know if you could just stay healthy, that's half the battle because so many guys have little injuries and things that happen. looks well, like that way in college baseball, you kind of figure you're going to have two or three arm injuries over the course of the season. You just hope you don't have five or six. And um, and there's been some crazy stories. I mean, Southeastern Hammond last year had six pitchers. They lost, including their starting rotation, and they still were able to make a regional. Sometimes you mm-hmm. have those years, and you just have to figure out a way to overcome them.
2: Yeah, Matt Rogers has done a good job. He just had a milestone as well, uh, and nothing but the best of Matt has done an excellent job in Hammond. he got a contract extension, too. Yeah, I was going to mention that as well, and well-deserved. He's a good man, and he's a good coach. Uh, with regard to the, the everyday lineup of LSU, there's – at this point, nothing really everyday to it. I mean, they're going to use different guys. Only a few are going to be penciled in every day. And you start with Dylan Cruz, obviously, who you know, could be the best player in the country if he plays to his ability. Uh, Tommy White certainly has that ability. I guess the question would be now is when's he going to play again off the shoulder injury. And, and then Trey Morgan, you know, started 0 for 8 then all of a sudden he has a monster game against Southern. Uh, you know, you've got, you got that core group, that you know are going to play every day. And then you got a group of guys that that are just good players who are competing. You might see platoons, you might see Ride the Hot Hand, whatever it may be. And it's pretty interesting because two guys that some people thought might be battling for playing time were Gavin Dugas and Braden Jobert. And I don't know how they can have to battle for playing time with the way they've looked so far uh, because they're both really good looking hitters.
3: Yeah, you know, Dugas uh, hit turned the switch about two weeks ago. You know, he kind of was a little banged up in the fall, not 100 percent healthy. I think he and Joe Bear both probably pressing a little bit because, of course, they're looking around the locker room and all of a sudden, yeah. there's all these new faces. But Dugas had two homers over the weekend. He's off to a fantastic start, and and they want to have they they want those two guys to to do well because there's a lot of value having you know seniors and fourth and fifth year college players be good players for you, you know, because those guys are going to, you know, not uh, not freak out when they get to the big moments because they've been through it, you know, uh, as opposed to a freshman's going to have to go through some things and their experience and they're experiencing things for the first time. So it's nice to have those leaders and those veterans uh, actually perform and come through, and they've both gotten off to a very good start. And do guys learning learn a new position this year. In order to get them on the field, yeah. you know, they're trying to put them over at second base not the best second baseman probably the the worst offensive second baseman of the three or four that they could play there but it's, it's just up to him to just not hurt them too badly there and obviously his offense is going to have to carry him and a good sign of that kenny is through four games lsu hasn't made an error this year yes which is a, a fantastic start
2: i was going to bring that up uh with regard to joe bear look a left-handed hitter with real power those guys are hard to ignore you know he 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 slumped at the end of last year, really knocked his average down and such. But you saw the power last year. It looks like, you know, Braden's in better shape this year, too. I mean, he's he looks a little bit slimmed down. And I had him in junior college. I know he can hit and hit the long ball. So, uh, again, if he hits, he's going to play. It's that simple.
3: Yeah, and it's a good sign. You know, the home one home run he's had through the first four games was the opposite
2: field homer at that. Yep.
3: And... um you know, I think this whole team in general is in great shape. You know, Trey Morgan's much bigger, more uh, sturdier frame. Uh, you know, Trey was a guy first, you know, year just trying to barrel the ball. You know, you hit the ball a little, the to the, uh, the other way a lot, which is always a good thing. I mean, D.J. LeMay, you did that for two years at LSU and turned into yep. being one of the best hitters in Major League Baseball. But Trey Morgan now looks like, you know, if you're up, up you get up next to him, it looks like a running back. You know, his mm-hmm. bottom half is is thicker and, 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 you know, just he's a man now. He's 21 years old. He's got three years of college and working out, lifting weights, and he's obviously getting himself ready for the pro draft that will happen in the summer. So, you know, these guys are uh, pushing each other physically.
2: No doubt. And, of course, you know, when you look at the catching position, you know, last year they had one offensive catcher in McManus. They had one defensive catcher. Looks like they're they're better overall at that spot as well.
3: They they have tremendous depth. Of course, Malazzo is like the the super defensive star.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: but Fry, the the new freshman that they have, who by the way could be in, in high school, but he chose to go to college early, um, is just they really think he's going to play in the major leagues one day. Um, you know, his offense is he had a hit in every game over the weekend. Um, and, and they let him start all three games. Matter of fact, he started all four games, in the first four games of the season. Um, and they look like they're right now, if it comes down to a defensive situation, games close and all that, then they substitute Malazzo in there to catch maybe the eighth and the ninth. So that kind of looks like the combination that they're going to go with for a while. But, um, but they've got a lot of confidence in Malazzo offensively, too. He's gotten better, so if all of a sudden you get that freshman slump or there's an injury to Fry, then they could go with, with Malazzo, and then we haven't even mentioned, you know, Hayden Travinsky, and you feel bad for him. I was talking to Jay mm-hmm. Johnson. Hayden Travinsky's a young man from Airline High School in Shreveport, the same school that Todd Walker came out of, and he's like, "Man, Hayden is has improved so much. Uh, he's a big, strong guy, right-handed hitter. Like he'd be starting at ninety percent of the colleges in the country. Unfortunately, he's just at LSU, and you know they've had they've had." Uh, this has happened in the past. You know, in 2000, when they won the national championship, Brad Cressy was the Johnny Bench Award winner, um, who was a you know, legendary great catcher. They had a guy named Ryan Jorgensen who caught behind Cresty, and Ryan Jorgensen didn't play that much. He ended up making it to the major leagues, and Cresty didn't, <laughs> you know, because he was such mm-hmm. a good defensive catcher. But in college, Brad was the better overall player, and you may see that... Sort of with a Malazzo. You know, Malazo may play some professional baseball and may not even start much this year just because they have that much depth at that position.
2: No doubt. The schedule, of course, it gets interesting now with the trip to Round Rock to play in the Round Rock Classic, Kansas State, Iowa, Sam Houston State. Then they stay over there in Texas and play at Austin against University of Texas on Tuesday night. Uh, this is a really intriguing Schedule. It's a really intriguing trip. They're playing at the AAA Stadium in Round Rock and then, of course, playing at a big ballpark at Dish Falk, which I'm very familiar with. Uh, this will be very intriguing to, to measure this team early on.
3: Yeah, I'm really curious to see how they do. Um, you know, Kansas State, who they open up with at 2 o'clock on Friday afternoon, Kansas State's 4-0 to start the year. They, they swept uh, Stephen F. Austin Friday through Monday uh, on a road trip, and then they—they're actually playing Lamar tonight. Former LSU Tiger assistant coach Will Davis, in his—I uh, think it's seventh year or something like that—at Lamar. Um, he, Lamar, by the way, off to a four and zero start, and they—they uh, they beat Texas A&M last night. Did Lamar in College Station? That was a big win for them. So you got two undefeated teams playing a night in Lamar, um, and uh, you know, in Kansas State is coached by. Hal Hughes' dad, you know, Hal Hughes played uh, for the Tigers for two or three seasons before transferring to Rice. Uh, his dad's in his fifth season as the head coach at Kansas State. Um, you know, Sam Houston's always pretty good. Iowa, don't really know anything about. But the game next Tuesday in Austin at Texas, I mean, that'll be the biggest road midweek game LSU's ever played. because uh, they re- They're never, ever going to go on the road out of state to play a midweek game. So that's, it just worked out that way with the schedule.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, when you're in Round Rock, you can you can stay over there and play that game. That's the only way that happens. So, I think good stuff. It's going to be a great measuring stick early on, test the pitching depth, and of course, playing in the Triple A park, and then playing in Dish Falk, which is a pitcher's ballpark. That will will really uh, again be a test to the LSU hitters too. So, looking forward to see what happens. Ronnie Rance with us for a few more minutes. All right, the SEC baseball, obviously, the best league in the country. It's just crazy how deep this league is, isn't it? It is seven
3: of the top ten teams in the country, and in, in one of the polls was, was out of the SEC. Although a weird start, you know, Tennessee and Vandy both looked very mortal the yep. first weekend of the year. You know, both having losing weekends—that's so very mm-hmm. odd. And Vandy lost a midweek game last night, I think Campbell, if I believe if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's been a tough start for those programs. I have no doubt they'll, they'll figure it out, especially Tennessee with two arms like they have in their rotation. But um, but then, you know, the, you know, the sleeper for me outside of LSU is Texas a and M. I I think uh, Coach Schlossnagel, uh, Nolan Kane, former LSU assistant coach, they've, they've quietly been right on the heels of LSU. They've done a great job in recruiting. Uh, they've got a tremendous ballpark and fan base. So if there's going to be like that Mississippi State or that Ole Miss, uh, national champion the last couple years, it kind of was overlooked for most of the year, and you, and you had to pick someone outside of the the perennial favorite LSU. I, I'd probably put my put my hat on Texas A
2: and M. You know, I really it was it was an odd feeling watching Ole Miss win it last year because I like Mike, I always have, and of course they're a gigantic rival of LSU. Can't pull for Ole Miss, but. I was happy for Mike. He was a guy that was – I don't want to say he was on the hot seat, but a lot of people were all unhappy with him. Hey, they're always highly ranked and they never get past, you know, the the regional round or super regional round. Can't get there. When they do, they don't do anything. Well, they surprised everybody and up and won it last year. And you you couldn't help but feel good for him. And, of course, that solidified his position.
3: You know, Kenny, he absolutely was on the hot seat as of Mm -hmm. May 1st a year yeah. ago um, I had a conversation with another SEC coach in the league who had had a conversation with his AD who was very good friends with the Ole Miss AD and had worked mm-hmm. for him before and that and that AD those ADs you know were confirmed that yes Mike was on the hot seat and so you know May 1st um, there was a good chance Mike Bianco wasn't going to be the head coach of Ole Miss and then they, if you remember First week of May, they came to Baton Rouge, swept yep. LSU, first time and forever. Yep, and that turned the whole season around for them.
2: Yeah, that was it. I mean, I was going to bring that up. That was clearly the turning point and uh, what a what a way to turn it around to end up as national champions. What What do you hear about Tommy White? What's the story there? Anything new?
3: So I don't know anything new since he did it. Like when he'll be back. Uh, this was the second or third time that his shoulder has popped out since he's come to campus. Um, you know and he was saying to his teammates after the game I'm good to go for tomorrow but clearly uh now that it's happened a few times you know they want to have a pick they you know obviously we're taking a look at it being ultra cautious um you know because clearly that lineup is way better when he's in there um you lose probably a little bit defensively at third um although he did have a better you know fall than they thought he would defensively over there but uh uh, but, man, uh, you know, him in that lineup just changes things, especially because, look, they're not using Paul Skeens and, as an offensive weapon. And, mm-hmm. and and that was something I was counting on. I thought they would. I saw Skeens hit all fall. He is a major league talent offensive player. Um, clearly he's going to be a top ten draft pick if he stays healthy um, on the mound. But I'm telling you, Kenny, this guy could play, you know, he could swing it in the big league level offensively. And so they make, they're they making a very conservative decision to, for, you know, even though the kid wants to hit, Jay Johnson's being ultra-conservative, probably listening to a little bit of the agent there, too, because that's a part of the mm-hmm. game these days. And, yep. and he, they're losing out on his offense and in, in their lineup. And, and with that, you need Tommy back, because if not, White and Skeens were guys that, when they were picked to be number one in the country, people were picking those guys to hit four and five in the lineup. And now when they're not in there, that offense is a little different.
2: Yeah. In fact, I was going to bring that up, you know, a couple of minutes left. That was what I was going to bring up next is, okay, so the casual observer says, I understand he's a, you know, he's a high level pitching prospect, but why can't you DH a couple of times a week? You know, you're not playing the field. You're just DHing. And I guess that would be an obvious question. They're just protecting them
3: from an injury standpoint. I'm not in favor of it, personally. I think, you know, look, I mean, you know, if you're scared, get a dog kind of thing. You know, like we can't yeah, right. live our life expecting the what-if scenario where we'd yep. never cross the street. But, but if he were in the lineup, the way they teach hitting, you remember, Jay Johnson's teams always lead the conference and hit by pitches. And they teach those guys to stand in there, get wide, don't move the bottom half. And so – you know, if you put schemes in there and he, and he DHs or, you know, when he's not pitching, he's going to get hit by pitches just by the virtue of the law of averages. And mm-hmm. so they're just being ultra cautious that he's, you know, they don't want him getting getting hit and hurt.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably a accurate statement. The overall pulse, uh, as we let you get away about football, is pretty good right now, clearly with with what Brian Kelly's done uh, certainly a little unfortunate happening in New Orleans the other night, but looks like that's going to be dropped. And then, of course, with regard to you know women's basketball, again, Kim Mulkey's done a great job. Uh, <laughs> they're not going to win the national championship. There's no way they can beat South Carolina. But right. with what the class they have coming in next year, man, yeah. that thing—that thing's real.
3: Kim Mulkey is ahead head of the curve. You know, her team was ahead of the curve last year. This year's team was ahead of the curve this year. So we expect more of the same. And then when it comes to LSU football, they're, you know, obviously with the talent they have and Brian Kelly at the helm, um, you know, one thing to look for in the next couple of months, maybe even before you get to the, the meetings in May, is that realignment discussion. You know, when you're adding Texas and Oklahoma to the mix, a lot of people want to know what you're going to do. I, I'm, You know, sources are telling me that they're going to put all of them in a hat, one through 16, you're going to have three permanent opponents, and then you're going to rotate the other six. They're going to play nine games, uh, nine games uh, in the SEC in a couple of years. You'll have three permanents, and then you'll just rotate the other six. And that means you'll play every guy, every team in the league at least once every four years. Um, so, and I and I like that. The question then will become. Who are you permanent, right? <laughs>
2: you know, that'll be the conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. As, as, soon as, you, as soon as you draw Alabama out of the hat, you know, right. uh, the, t- the talk will begin. So there you have it. But, look, it, it's going to be fun nonetheless. And they'll be real good. And Brian Kelly's done an excellent job. Things are looking good. I'm watching LSU men basketball, 1918 LSU, I'm trying to break that long, long losing streak. Final thought, I'll let you get away. Matt McMahon, you can't judge him based upon what we've looked at this year, can you? No, not at all.
3: I mean, you know, he came in, he, he literally had zero scholarship players and had to build the roster from there. And I think there was also Kenny, a part of him that wanted to do it quote unquote, the clean way, right? Mm, not, yes. that, not that power five basketball nowadays is clean because with the NIL and the transfer portal, you can basically pay players legally. And so, you know, I think he came in wanted to clean up everything, kind of do it the clean way and doing it the clean way doesn't get you a lot of talent and, I think next year you'll see them be much more active in the portal. They'll get their NIL pool of money kind of thing together and do it the, the legal way, and uh, they'll be much better next year.
2: Remind everybody about your podcast, Tommy. Yeah, check us Tommy. out uh, Monday,
3: Wednesday <laughs> I, I, go, eh? M- Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. With uh, me and Tommy Yeah There you go. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Check us out on Sports Shorts uh, on Facebook and then on YouTube. Sports Shorts, uh, hosted by Ronnie Rance, give us a follow, and uh, – uh, check us out Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning.
2: Ronnie Rance. always appreciate it. Thank you so much, and keep up the good work, man. All right, Kenny. Talk soon. You got it. All right. We'll take a brief time out here. It's 504-260-1061. Joe Sherman, Delgado head coach, joins us next. Rag Sherman Classic coming up starting tomorrow. Talk a little about that with Joe and some other baseball news still to come. Saints, Pelicans, you name it. Back in just a moment. With all access on 106.1 FM, NASH ICON, and at NASHFM1061.com. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide
4: at NASHFM1061.com. Country for life, 106.1, NASH ICON. Progressive presents
5: Adjusting to the Suburbs.
6: It never dawned on me how much walking I used to do until I bought a house in the suburbs. Like when I'd say, I'm going for coffee. Of course I was walking, but now it's like three miles and no lattes worth that. I find myself inviting people on walks with me, like it's a scheduled activity. This morning, my neighbor asked me what I'm doing, and I actually said, I'm going for a walk with Nancy.
5: Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home at auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casual Key
4: Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel.
7: Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic.
4: I love that Babel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than... Babbel. Babbel.
6: Babbel. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's b a b v e l dot com. Babbel.com. Babble.com. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket... Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors.
5: Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs.
6: It never dawned on me how much walking I used to do until I bought a house in the suburbs. Like when I'd say, I'm going for coffee, of course I was walking. But now it's like three miles, and no latte's worth that. I find myself inviting people on walks with me, like it's a scheduled activity. This morning, my neighbor asked me what I'm doing, and I actually said, I'm going for a walk with Nancy.
5: Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casual Key Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.
4: I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel.
7: Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic.
4: I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. Babbel.
6: Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. This week
7: at Macy's, find big savings on essentials for you and your home, like men's classic polos from Tommy Hilfiger and more, a limited-time special at 44 dollars to $55.99, 30 to 60% off gorgeous handbags, and 15% off select blenders, juicers, and more for your kitchen. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase, except gift cards, services, and fees at Macy's. More at macy's.com slash star rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
0: Big features, big ink, big savings. That's what you get when you buy an HP printer at Staples. Like the HP Smart Tank 7301. You can connect, work, and boost your productivity. The HP Smart Tank delivers seamless printing and quality color documents at a low cost. Plus, you get two years of ink right out of the box. And now, for a limited time, save $90 on the HP Smart Tank 7301 at Staples. For the best deals and a huge selection of HP printers, go to Staples. Offer good in-store and online. Ends 225.
4: Hungry? Stop at Shortstop Po' Boys. 119 Transcontinental just off Airline Highway. Dine in or to go. Shortstop has been feeding New Orleans since 1966. Go to Shortstop Po' Boys for Po' Boys gumbo, potato salad, and more. 504-885-4572 or at shortstoppoboysino.com.
6: This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. When it comes to your tax refund, think biggest. As in, Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest refund or your money back plus $100. Get to Jackson Hewitt for your biggest refund guaranteed.
2: Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. LSU star receiver Malik Neighbors was arrested in New Orleans early Tuesday morning on a charge of illegally carrying a weapon. Neighbors was released on his own recognizance. Brian Pullian no longer the special teams coach at LSU. ESPN reporting that Brian Kelly moved Pullian to an off-field role where he'll help with NIL's transfer portal and serve in a GM-type role. Kelly is searching for a replacement for Pullian. The American Athletic Conference released its 2023 football schedule Tuesday. Tulane opens at home September 2nd against South Alabama and then at home against. Ole Miss September 9th. Then they'll play at Southern Miss and other home games included Nichols and UAB along with North Texas, Tulsa and UTSA who come to Gilman Stadium. College Baseball Tuesday, number one LSU blasted Southern 18-4 to in seven innings to move the 4-0. Brother Martin star Trey Morgan hit for the cycle. College basketball tonight, Red Hot Tulane at number one Houston, LSU will host Vanderbilt. And in the NBA, the Atlanta Hawks have fired head coach Nate McMillan and named assistant Joe Pronte, interim head coach. The Hawks are a disappointing 29-30. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed Stay day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to
1: get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 NASH ICON and at NASHFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061.
2: And the LSU basketball team trying to break that long losing streak at home lead. Vanderbilt 24-18. 7-01 to play in the first half, now 25-18 LSU. Well, baseball theme continues and coming up starting tomorrow at Curse Stadium, the Rag Sherman Memorial Tournament. It covers a period of four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And the Delgado Dolphins will be in action over that course of time six times, including on Thursday. And uh, that will be a single game against Brian and Stratton. And that will take place so oh, vicinity of six thirty, seven o'clock or so. We'll have it live at DelgadoAthletics.com. dot com. Doubleheaders on Friday and Saturday at five and one respectively, then a single game on Sunday. Joining us to talk about his team and about the, the tournament and his dad is a good and great friend, of course, the outstanding Hall of Fame head coach of Delgado, Coach Joe Sherman. Joe, hope you had a good Mardi Gras, buddy.
8: We well, did, Kenny. I hope I hope you guys had the same. We uh we're big Mardi Gras people here in the Sherman family.
2: Yeah, I know I So I saw your ride. It was all good. Natalie had a ride, all good. (laughs) So now it's time to get back and ride that baseball roller coaster, buddy. That's right.
8: You know, know, for years and years, Kenny, since I've been at Delgado, we kind of point toward this as kind of really the start of our year, uh, the week after Mardi Gras, because traditionally we have never started early in February. I've always kind of pointed this to be the opening weekend, the second really week of, of February. And depending on when Mardi Gras falls, sometimes you, you know, it, it gets even pushed back even further. But this year, we, as you know, we opened early February in, in Panama City, and uh, now we get to play at home a little while and for a little while, and it's going to be be exciting. Hopefully, the kids will get regenerated here and and uh, shake the Mardi Gras cobwebs and, and be ready to play.
2: Yeah, Brian and Stratton coming here out of Albany, New York. They come down every year pretty much, and and. They always like to get out of the cold, and they get a chance to do yeah. that here because cause you know, it's, it's warm here.
8: That's a chance to play against a four-year school. Bob Gablinski is a good friend of mine who's the head mm-hmm. coach there, and uh, he's a he's a. It's a four-year program that's in a small college division, and uh, always have had great games against them. And we're looking forward to the same thing this weekend. It gives gives us a chance to play, like you said, four days in a row. And uh, East Central comes in tomorrow, and We'll play a split doubleheader with, with Brian and uh, and originally we were scheduled to the playoffs, but due to some travel plans that had to be changed and we won't be playing East Central tomorrow, but uh, we're still pretty excited about getting going again.
2: Yeah, East Central community and Brian Stratton start at 4, I believe. Is that right?
8: That's correct. They're going to play yeah, so, at
3: 4,
2: mm-hmm.
8: and then we'll play right behind them, hopefully around six fifteen, six thirty.
2: Okay. Joe Sherman with us from Delgado. Of course, the – uh the event is a Rag Sherman Memorial Tournament named after my my uh, wonderful friend who I love deeply and still think about him frequently and this is really kind of a special year Joe because of the significance of this being 2023.
8: Well, yeah, you where know, old dad would have been 100 years 100 old. 100 years old. There, there you go. of Kind of hard to believe it's it's uh it's here but you know, my dad passed away, as you know, in '97, and mm-hmm. we've honored him every year since then by naming the, the this weekend after him. And uh, a lot of the former players come out and say hello to mom. Although I don't think mom will be at the park this weekend, she uh, she she'll be there watching you on on uh, on <laughs> on the uh, on the stream. But yep. she'll uh, she'll be there in, in heart for sure.
2: Well, I just love the man. He was a just a tremendous friend and is such a aside from the fact that he was a great baseball coach and loved the game. He was just one of the kindest people I've had yeah, a he chance. Touched, to, he touched to a lot of lives,
8: Kenny. I tell you, if I had a dollar for everybody that said, man, I played for your dad or I love playing for your dad, I probably could retire a little sooner than, than, than I would like. But uh, he, he, he obviously touched a lot of people in many different ways and, he uh, he had a way of making you feel special, and uh, just as he did with you, he did with many others. So uh, always missed, thought of every day, and just this is our way to honor
2: him. Well, 100, that's amazing. And, of course, those of us of faith, we not only hold out hope, but we believe we'll see him again. And I hope that for you and I, it doesn't happen for like another 30 years, you know what <laughs> I mean? Well, maybe so.
8: another 100 for me. I'll be waiting <laughs> for no, <laughs> uh, but seriously, it's uh, it's it's something else. You know the thing. Somebody said that man, your dad would be a hundred. I said, yeah. Well, uh, considering I'm going to be sixty-one, I, it doesn't really shock me a little bit. But uh, it's uh it, it's gone in a hurry, Kenny. I mean, it seems like just yesterday that Dad passed away, and it's you know 1997 when he passed. So it's been quite a while.
2: Early returns on your team: five and one at this point. The one loss was a game where you had the lead and got away when you are uh, of course, playing out of town. But uh, the early returns, I would say, um, have to be pretty good. You've hit the ball well to the tune of 344 as a team. Team ERA isn't what you want, but that's early, and that was really predicated on one game and not going particularly well. Yeah, really one
8: inning, one inning really. Kind of, yeah. You know, the, the game we lost, it's sad to say, but we had a four-run lead, and, you know, we were worried about pitch count. We had Laura out there who was – really cutting them apart, dealing pretty well. And, mm-hmm. you know, he be- he got to 60 pitches and I didn't want anybody to go past 65 that weekend. So we made the change and, you know, put a freshman in there to be quite honest with you. And he acted like a freshman, like he's supposed to. And uh, had a little hiccup and I probably waited a little too long to get him out. But at the same time, that's that's how you learn. So, uh, you know, it cost us a win and cost us a big inning. But other than really that one inning i couldn't be more happy with our pitching staff i mean to be quite honest with you we've been throwing a lot of strikes and i'm a big strike guy and strikes make good good defense you know when you when you're constantly around the zone your defense is on its toes and it it you know it goes hand in hand with if you throw strikes you play a good d and we really have played very well defensively we've play, we've swung the bat like you said very well so uh it's exciting right now. It's early yet, but I mean, uh, if I had a greatest A through F, I mean, I'd say we're we're at A minus right now. But that doesn't mean that it's over. You know, we got to get uh, got to get a little better in a couple positions. And my big concern right now, Kenny, is first base. We got to find someone who's going to be able to play defensively there for us, but also offer us some offense. And mm-hmm. to be quite honest with you, we've played four different kids there, and yeah. nobody's really grabbed the job yet, you know, so uh, this weekend will be another another test for those four guys, and we'll we'll see what comes of it.
2: Yeah, it's interesting, because I look at your team, and you, you got four guys that are pretty much everyday guys. Uh, Faribus is certainly going to be that. Josh Alexander, Brian Broussard, we know are that. Jacob Singletary, JT's that, for sure, and you might even put Kate Prejean in that category. Then you got guys that you know, it's all about you know matching them up. It's all about no platoon, or it's no all about who's hot. Jake Kaufman started really well for you this year. Logan O'Neill's gonna be a really good player, but I knew that. Uh, no surprise there. Walker Bazile can swing the bat. I think he's definitely helped you. The the game, I saw Lashardy. He looked good at third base. Uh, of course, you got you know you mentioned first base. You got options there. The Bertusi kid's the best defensive player, uh, but you gotta you have some offense there too. So I'm looking at the lineup and. Uh, you know, you've got you've got some options there, and you probably will go with four or five regulars, and the rest you'll kind of mix it up, right? No
8: doubt. You know, we, we'll 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 go right against right against left, and left against right as much as we can. I'm a big big activist of that, and uh, you know, like you said, we 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 can play defense early, and if we have to, or we can play defense late. Uh, mm-hmm. And to be quite honest with you, my philosophy, as long as I've been a coach, is just. You play offense early and defense late, so that's basically what we'll be doing. If you notice in the games we played at home while you were doing the games, that's what we do. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll play the, the, the bat early in the game and the glove late in the game, and I, I think that's pretty much will be the formula most of the year.
2: Pitching options, Tyler, Tyler valino has been good. Saw so him in high school quite a bit. Uh, Logan O'Neill can pitch. Carson Lors, obviously a good pitcher. Uh, I know you're really expecting big things from... Chris Olivier and pretty good returns early on where he's concerned. Certainly Levatino out of the bullpen, you know, is a guy that you're counting on to produce for you and, and do a good job. And you know, Corey Cook has a good arm. We know that. So, I mean, how deep do you have to be? Is it like 10 deep? Is that what you're <laughs> really looking for? Well, I mean, in,
8: in our in our situation, you've got to be pretty deep, Kenny, because you're playing so many double headers. Yeah. But when it gets right down to it, when you get into tournament play and and really conference play, you really got to be four or five strong. You know what I'm saying? You got to have three good starters. You got to have two guys out of the pen that can kind of get you to Levitino, who's going to be our guy late. And, I mean, I, I really like our pitching staff. We got some guys, like you mentioned, Corey Cook. We have a young man named McCord who who's still on the men, and we have another left-hander named Drew who had the oddest operation I've had as a, as a coach, he had a
2: mm-hmm.
8: uh, rib impinging one of his uh, blood vessels going down his left shoulder, and it was it was kind of not allowing the proper blood flow to his to his arm. So they had to go in and basically cut under his armpit and take out one of his part of his rib, so his his uh, blood vessel could feed could feed his hand. Kind of a pretty pretty tough surgery, but. He's on demand and, and really threw a bullpen day before yesterday really looked good. So um, you know, we're hoping to get him back soon. So mm-hmm. with with McCord and Cook or Cook and, and, and Drew back in the mix, we could be right where we need a big, you know, on the mound. So uh the big the big not surprise, but the 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 thing that's made me probably the the most happy is is Valino has really been a good guy for us out of the pen early this year. He's come in yep. uh, against San Jacinto and really got us out of a big inning and end up you know, we end up winning the game and he did the same the other day and I mean he's been he's been kind of our, our bridge, our bridge guy to get to, to Levitino. So uh, you know, we continue to get that from him. We could really we could have a special year.
2: We'll be there tomorrow and everything starts at four and then the Delgado game around 6.30 or so uh, against Brian and Stratton in the opener of the Rack Sherman Memorial Tournament at Kirsch Stadium. Of course, if you can't make it there, watch the games at DelgadoAthletics.com. Look forward to being there. Always look forward to seeing you, Joe. Thank you so much, and look forward to memorializing a wonderful man starting tomorrow.
8: I appreciate it, Kenny, and thanks again for everything you do for our program and for college baseball. All
2: right, Joe, my pleasure. See you tomorrow. That's uh, right, Joe bye, Sherman bye. of Delgado. We'll take a time out here, get you caught up on the Saints, Pelicans, and more when we return in a moment here on NASH ICON 1061 FM and NASHFM1061.com.
7: This week at Macy's, find big savings on essentials for you and your home, like men's classic polos from Tommy Hilfiger and more, a limited-time special at $44.99 to $55.99. 30 to 60% off gorgeous handbags. And 15% off select blenders, juicers, and more for your kitchen. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees at Macy's. More at macy's.com slash star rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices.
0: Exclusions apply. Big features, big ink, big savings. That's what you get when you buy an HP printer at Staples, like the HP Smart Tank 7301. You can connect, work and boost your productivity. The HP Smart Tank delivers seamless printing and quality color documents at a low cost. Plus, you get 2 years of ink right out of the box. And now for a limited time, save $90 on the HP Smart Tank 7301 at Staples. For the best deals and a huge selection of HP printers, go to Staples. Offer good in-store and online ends 225.
9: Hi prices are affecting everyone in today's economy new orleans funeral and cremation service is here to help we're offering a complete funeral service cremation package for only $38.95 that's right a complete funeral service followed by cremation for only $38.95 in our chapel give us a call at 504-218-5554 or start the process online with our convenient online arrangements at thirty-eight ninety-five dollars 95 funeralservicecremation.com new orleans funeral and cremation service celebrating life
5: why have over 2 million people trusted their bath remodels to Bath Fitter? When a normal day is anything but normal, we fit your schedule with our unique tub-over-tub process installed in just a day with no demolition. When high quality is the only quality that matters, we fit your standards. We've been remodeling baths for over 35 years, and every bath we install comes with a lifetime warranty. Get the bath you want in a day with quality that lasts a lifetime. Bath Fitter, it just fits. Visit bathfitter.com to book your free consultation.
7: Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join our growing team. Go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today.
6: This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. When it comes to your tax refund, think biggest. As in, Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest refund or your money back, plus $100. Get to Jackson Hewitt for your biggest refund, guaranteed.
2: This is Josh Danzig with Where You At? Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Grab the family and head out to Zephyr Field starting this Friday through March 5th for the return of Thrillville featuring amusement rides, sea lions, great food, and much more. And for great theater, head to the Cutting Edge Theater in Slidell, starting this Friday through March 19th for the musical Dream Girls that will have you dancing on your feet. For more ideas on things to do this weekend, visit us at whereyat.com and click on our community calendar for live music, parties, and much more.
9: Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
1: This is where you get all access, not just to focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260 1061 now back to Ken Trahan on 1061-Icon through CrescentCitysports.com and at Nash FM1061.com.
2: Nothing new on the Derek Carr front. Of course, the visit with the Jets, according to his older brother, went extremely well. And then he hit it off with Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets. And ownership there feels like quarterback's a missing piece. They're in the biggest market. They'll spend the money, and that to me. It's always been the question with the Saints, how much money can you spend? How far will you go to get car? First of all, you you need to keep clearing cap space to be able to make those things happen. They've done that a couple of times already, including with Eric McCoy. And speaking of offensive linemen, the Saints have re-signed Calvin Throckmorton to a one-year deal worth $940,000. Reported by Nick Underhill, Throckmorton... Set to become an exclusive rights free agent. He's entering his third year in the league. And it's interesting because there's an undrafted player and the Saints have continuously had success identifying these diamonds in the rough, these undrafted free agents who come in and perform well. And Throckmorton has been no exception. I mean, an undrafted free agent, and he had to start 14 games in his rookie season. And then last year he started six more. In two years, he's played in 31 games and started 20 for this team. He's 26 years of age. And of course, last year, they had another undrafted free agent who played guard and Lewis Kidd who could figure in the mix as well. Because you look at the situation surrounding the guard position. Cesar Ruiz is going to be there. But the other guard spot... Andrews Pete is still there. He's under contract, but the guy can't get on the field to save his life for any period of time that makes a difference. And how much longer are you going to put up with that? And again, the contract is prohibitive. And they signed with to that extension, which virtually none of us thought was a real good move at the time. they did so, and unfortunately, that assessment's proven to be right. Because Pete, I mean, just look at this. You know, starting – In 2018, he missed three games. 2019, he missed six games. Missed three games in 2020. 13 games missed in 2021. And then missed six in 2022. Just not available enough and not a good enough player to merit that. Disregard the Pro Bowls. I mean, that doesn't mean anything anymore. The fact that Andrew Speed has been picked for three Pro Bowls is I don't want to call it ridiculous, but it's a It's a gross exaggeration of the man's ability. He's a solid player. Don't get me wrong, but he's nothing special. He certainly hasn't played like the medium to high number one pick that he was. And he hasn't been available enough either. So the thought process is you've got Throckmorton that you're bringing back. You have Ruiz. You have Kidd. And perhaps you move James Hurst inside. We saw that in the final game of the regular season last year when Trevor Penning was able to play and start and look good before he got hurt. Penning's a first-round pick. He's an investment. Clearly, they're going to give Penning the opportunity to be their left tackle next year. If you like James Hurst enough and you think he's good enough as a player, then you move him inside to the guard spot. Then you take the hit with Andrew Spee. It's going to cost you money, but it's also going to reduce your cap a little bit by doing so. So I think there's that, you know, when you think about what they might do. And with regard to Hurst, you know, he played guard, started a guard back in 2017 for Baltimore. So he's been there before, although he's been a left tackle most of his career. And the thing about Hurst is he answers the call. Two years ago with the Saints, played in all 17 games. Last year, played in all but one. So he is available to play on a consistent basis. You know, you've got ability, then you've got availability. Ability's great, but if you're not available, it doesn't matter. If you have ability and you have availability, you're worth it. And James Hurst has certainly proven that he has that going for him, which Andrew Speed has not proven. So just a thought about the guard position with Calvin Throckmorton being re-signed by the Saints today to a one-year deal. Smart move, solid player, and he'll be in the mix. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. One more segment to go, and we'll talk about your New Orleans Pelicans, who return to action tomorrow night, first time following the All-Star break. We'll discuss it when we continue Here on All Access for a Wednesday night, Rudy Dixon, our producer. I'm Ken Trahan. Back in a moment here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com.
7: This week at Macy's, find big savings on essentials for you and your home, like men's classic polos from Tommy Hilfiger and more, a limited-time special at $44.99 to $55.99, 30 to 60% off gorgeous handbags, and 15% off select blenders, juicers, and more for your kitchen. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees at Macy's. More at macy's.com slash star rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new Frigidaire kitchen suite, complete with the latest technology to keep food fresh, dishes clean, and cooking needs met for all families. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Get up to 25% off select appliances, including Frigidaire, right now. Offer valid February 9th through March 1st, 2023. U.S. only C-Store online for details.
5: Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs.
6: It never dawned on me how much walking I used to do until I bought a house in the suburbs. Like when I'd say, I'm going for coffee, of course I was walking, but now it's like three miles and no lattes worth that. I find myself inviting people on walks with me like it's a scheduled activity. This morning, my neighbor asked me what I'm doing and I actually said, I'm going for a walk with Nancy.
5: Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.
4: I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel.
7: Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic.
4: I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than... Babbel. Babbel.
6: Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com.
9: High prices are affecting everyone in today's economy. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service is here to help. We're offering a complete funeral service cremation package for only $38.95. That's right, a complete funeral service followed by cremation for only $38.95 in our chapel. Give us a call at 504-218-5554 or start the process online with our convenient online arrangements at thirty eight ninety five dollars 95 FuneralServiceCremation.com New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service. Celebrating life.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Don't risk getting stranded with a bad battery. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts test your battery for free. If it needs to be replaced, get up to a $15 O'Reilly gift card after rebate with purchase of select SuperStart batteries. For power, performance, and reliability, choose SuperStart batteries at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh,
4: oh, oh, O'Reilly!
0: Big features, big ink, big savings. That's what you get when you buy an HP printer at Staples. Like the HP Smart Tank 7301. You can connect, work, and boost your productivity. The HP Smart Tank delivers seamless printing and quality color documents at a low cost. Plus, you get two years of ink right out of the box. And now, for a limited time, save $90 on the HP Smart Tank 7301 at Staples. For the best deals on a huge selection of HP printers, go to Staples. Offer good in-store and online. Ends 225
9: high prices are affecting everyone in today's economy new orleans funeral and cremation service is here to help we're offering a complete funeral service cremation package for only 38.95 that's right a complete funeral service followed by cremation for only 38.95 in our chapel give us a call at 504-218-5554 or start the process online with our convenient online arrangements at 38.95 funeralservicecremation.com new orleans funeral and cremation service Celebrating life.
1: Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on all access with Ken Trahan on 1061 FM Nash Icon at Nash FM 1061.com and through Crescent City Sports.com.
2: Give us a call 504 260 1061. The New Orleans Pelicans. Back in action, first time in eight days following the All Star break at Toronto against the Raptors tomorrow night. Pelicans 30 and 29. Tied for the seventh spot right now in the Western Conference in that very jumbled race for the playoffs. So, no Zion Williamson, we know that. But Larry Nance Jr. is probable to play tomorrow night. He's been banged up. That's important. He's an important piece. And. Rookie Dyson Daniels is probable. Daniels has not played since January twenty fourth due to a sprained ankle, but he's probable to play. And that certainly is good news as this team gets a little bit healthier yet. Of course, the Zion question will linger, and there isn't anything we can tell you about it. It's where we've been, it seems, for three or four years now. The story continues. To unveil itself in the I don't know category, Mr. will play 23 games remaining on the schedule. Pelicans road trip continues at Madison Square Garden on Saturday against the Knicks, who are playing good. They're 33 and 27, so this will not be an easy trip. Money stretch to the imagination. Pelicans are back home on Monday night of next week against Orlando, but that's just for one game. That's going to do it for us tonight. We want to thank Joe Sherman for joining us. Rag Sherman Class begins tomorrow at Kshwoury Stadium. Also thanks to Ronnie Rance.